0: Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of Nostalgia Decoms today. My name is Trevor Dion, with me as always is my brother Kyle. Hello. We are also joined by not one, but two special guests. First up is Haley.
1: Heyo.
0: And someone else who you've heard before, just not on this specific type of episode of the podcast, my sister Sidalee. Hi. Today we are talking about a movie that never seemed to be as popular or take off to the heights of a high school musical, but which has, in my opinion, some better songs on the soundtrack. It's the Joe Bro Vehicle Camp Rock. Kyle Haley Siddeley and I will be talking all about this, giving our rocking and rolling opinions (laughs) on this film in just a second. But first... Here is my quick synopsis for Camp Rock. Camp Rock follows Mitchie Torres, played by Demi Lovato, a teen desperately wanting to go to the camp for the musically talented Camp Rock. And when Mitchie's mother gets a job cooking food for the camp, she finally gets her chance. Unfortunately, Mitchie quickly finds herself caught in a web of lies, hiding the fact that her mother is the cook so she can hang with the popular crowd for once. She also happens to be a star-crossed lover with quote-unquote bad boy, bandmate of the popular boy band Connect Three, Shane Gray, played by Joe Jonas, who is sent to Camp Rock to work on his problems, but all he wants to do is find the quote-unquote girl with the voice, AKA Mitchie, unbeknownst to him. So as the summer nights inch closer towards Camp Rock's final jam, Mitchie must decide what's more important to her, her self-worth and truthful friendships or false popularity. While Shane must try to get back to his roots of why he started singing his music in the first place. With any luck, they may both get what they originally wanted in the end. Okay, who wants to go first with talking about this movie? Haley, would you like to go first? Sure. Tell me what it was like for you coming back to this after so long or so soon after <laughs> having last seen it.
1: Yeah. So I've probably seen this movie in the last year. I've probably watched this movie like 50 times. Um, so it was just like my annual thing again to watch it for this podcast. And uh, it was great as usual. I love this movie. I love Demi Lovato. Um I'm not going to say anything bad about this movie. (laughs) I'm just telling you that now.
0: And that's a very fair thing to say. (laughs) Because I know I have my movies like that where I mostly don't want to say anything bad about it. I will sometimes find the cringy things to say, but but not really. Sid, this apparently is your first time watching Camp Rock. So what did you think about it? It was cool. Nice. It was cool. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) What did you like about it? Uh,
2: The songs.
0: The songs. They, they are some very catchy songs. Have you seen High School Musical before?
2: Um, I only watched it once and, it was, and I didn't even know you were doing a pod, podcast about it.
0: About High School Musical? Yeah. So if you had to say, which did you like better? High School Musical or Camp Rock? If you can remember what High School Musical was like. You don't, you don't know which one you liked better? <laughs>
2: No, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what Joan's better.
0: <laughs> That's fine. All right, Kyle, what, what did you think about Camp Rock?
3: Well, I remember it from when I watched it long ago. Uh-huh. Didn't remember specifics. I knew that Demi Lovato's character got cast out at the end. Okay. Didn't remember who won either. hmm Um... I definitely like Camp Rock way better than High School Musical, though. Mm-hmm. There are cringy moments. Especially with uh, the villainous, I guess, of the movie. Which is it, it's interesting that you say that. And I'll tell
0: you why. Soon oh, okay. <laughs>
3: you know, it was a good movie overall. so that's.
0: I, I agree with all that. For me, any cringiness that comes from this movie has less to do with actors mm-hmm. doing things or maybe dialogue or anything like that for me the cringiness comes from as an example whenever Demi Lovato's character says a lie and just kind of buries herself deeper and deeper into the lies And I'm just like oh no don't do that I'm just like having to look through like a circle that I make with my with my hand and just like look through the circle and just be like oh I, don't I,
3: know, I do this it. like oh my yeah. god no 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 <laughs>
0: that's exactly what I'm doing and I remembered enough of this because I I think I had seen it at some point while I was playing on Disney Channel but what I couldn't 100% remember is how certain things played out right. closer towards the end and I thought they actually happened differently the main thing that I will always remember though when watching anything that Demi Lovato is in is a thing that me and Haley have done before because, as Haley stated, she's a huge fan of Demi Lovato. <laughs> and in the past, whenever Demi has come out with a new song, me and Haley have done little dances to her videos, mm. which I do really wish I still had video evidence of <laughs> because. I think it was not long after her music video for "Sorry, Not Sorry" came out. Haley basically forced me to just do like a a dance along with the video of like the main point where they're all dancing.
1: <laughs> Weren't we doing it in the morph suits too?
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> which made it even funner. Um, but I do really wish I had video evidence of that because then I would just embarrass everyone of how yeah. awesome it is. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad that doesn't exist. <laughs>
0: Anyhow, there, I did find out a few interesting things, which I'll get into. Most specifically, dealing with the villainous, as you kind of put it. Although there is certain things I wish the movie had, had kind of jumped on and added to itself. Also regarding the villainous. Once again, we'll get into okay. that as we get to it. So, until that point, let's start talking about the movie. So... We start off and it has kind of like how the second high school musical did starts off with a good little number that I really like. And my first question was going to be, is that Demi Lovato actually singing it? And then we get to see her actually singing it, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of voicing over. So obviously it is her and she's getting ready for her last day of school and watching what what was the the news program called? Like Hot Tunes. Hot tunes. Okay, she's watching Hot Tunes. Well, they're describing that Shane Gray, who is played by Joe Jonas, is got this bad boy persona and is apparently a problematic member of his band that he's in. Mm-hmm. And he has apparently walked off set or off stage or whatever they were working on. And the mom and and Demi Lovato's character, which is Mitchie, have agreed that that boy had problems. And I'm going to have some questions for you in just a second regarding Shane Gray, or Joe Jonas, I should say, and his brothers that are in the film.
1: I have a fun fact about Connect 3. Oh! So originally, Disney only wanted to cast Joe and their dad... Who's was like all about keeping the band together was mm-hmm. like no it's all of them or none of them so they had to write in the parts for Nick and Kevin.
0: See, I didn't 100 percent know all of that fact. I did know that Nick and Kevin's characters didn't originally exist in the script, and then after they were cast, they had to.
3: I found do it I, for them. I I kind of felt bad for Kevin's character being all a uh, dunce. What? But it was funny.
0: I, I guess I'll just bring it up now since we're like kind of already talking about them too but i kind of felt i mean i obviously don't know the Jonas brothers mm-hmm. personally but i kind of felt their personalities as the characters kind of matched who i kind of felt that they were although maybe that's just me being biased from having seen this movie a few times but i feel like they match the characters pretty equally <laughs> in my opinion at least uh but one thing that i can say in this whole opening Part of things whenever we're first seeing stuff going on little minor critiques but i still have these critiques whenever mitchy's mom is telling mitchy that they can't afford to send her to camp brock because they don't have the money and everything mm-hmm. and mitchy kind of walks off all sad the biggest problem i kind of have is that the background music that's playing behind that scene is just a tad too upbeat for me because they're kind of playing this like high-pitched guitar stringing thing where she's like... because... The ca- d- d- I don't
3: know why, but that's because the cast already knew what was going to happen later. I mean, that's obvious, yeah, but
0: it, it just kind of bothers me a little bit with that. And then the other thing that is also just critiquing things, whenever we get to see Mitchie at school with her friend, uh, who apparently aced Mandarin, we have this... what I kind of am calling dialogue spew mm-hmm. of... The audience being told what exactly Camp Rock is through a character who's telling it to someone who already knows what Camp Rock is, just so the audience can understand what Camp Rock exactly also, is. Also,
3: the character who's talking about Camp Rock doesn't seem to be interested in Camp Rock.
0: Yeah, like, it's it's just Mitchie's best friend going, but you have to go to Camp Rock. If you like music, then you have to go to Camp Rock. It's what every person who loves music goes to. Oh, but you already know that. And it's just, uh, Did they have to do it that way? Like, it would
3: have been different... if Mitchie told her friend about that. Yeah,
0: you know, like, she's bummed out that she doesn't go to Camp Rock, because if you want to be a musician, that's where you have to go. Like, it would have made more sense if they did it that way. Mm -hmm. But it's still, like, a dialogue spew that just makes me go, damn it, this movie. (laughs)
3: Uh, (laughs) Also, I think the audience could guess what Camp Rock was all about just by hearing Camp Rock,
0: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing about it. But uh, after school... Mitchie goes home and sees her parents and they tell her that she is going to Camp Rock because Mitchie's mom managed to get a catering deal mm-hmm. with the camp. So she gets a discounted rate. Boom! Perfect! And the scream that Demi Lovato gives <laughs> is just perfection.
1: It is. <laughs> and her little eyes roll <laughs> up. I love that. And that played in the trailer too. I'm I actually sure did. I
0: actually think I do remember it playing in the trailer. And I feel like a lot of people kind of either mock it on tiktok or (laughs) because i've seen a lot of things where people will take either scenes from disney channel shows or dcoms and they'll just play it on tiktok and just show how cringy and ridiculous it is and i think that scream is one of those things but it's still funny and also kind of (laughs) cute and so mitchy is at the camp or they're arriving at the camp and i'd say i actually like the the panning over everybody Mm -hmm. at the camp when we're first seeing them and everyone's arriving there and we get introduced to all the campers in this um surrounded area i guess where they're all like around the stage Mm -hmm. and of course there's a moment where Mitchie has to bump into tess our main villain because she isn't watching where she's going she's just backing up into him but at the stage we're introduced to a character called Dee LaDuke. And I have to bring up something that I found interesting in the trivia, but I don't think is actually true. I'm pretty sure it's just like a fan theory. Whenever I was looking at the trivia on IMDb, apparently Dee LaDuke was addicted to methamphetamines. And the reason she's only seen at key points in the movie is because Brown... Cesario, the, the lead camp counselor, was giving her the opportunity to deal with her meth addiction. And I read that at first, I thought they were saying that the actress had a well, meth, yeah. meth addiction. Mm-hmm. And the director was like working with her. And then I was reading it again, and I was like, wait. that That's not the actress's name. That's not the director's name. That's not even the actor who plays the camp counselor's name. Mm-hmm. So what? so confused so i think it's just like a fan theory and it's just kind of weird that it's in the trivia at all in my opinion but i thought i should well i mean it.
3: this is not the first trivia that was wrong back in brink that trivia was wrong that's the game, true the game one yeah so
1: <laughs> who's d Leduc? was that supposed to be connie
0: connie
1: connie was the redheaded camp counselor
0: yeah, yes.
1: That D. LaDuke plays her, or the trivia says that? Ye-
0: well, hang on. Wait, what's the question again?
1: <laughs> Who's D. LaDuke? I don't D. LaDuke don't... D.
0: LaDuke is that red-headed counselor that comes out.
1: Okay, but yeah. her character name is Connie, right?
0: No, I think it's D. Oh. I think that's how she introduces herself.
1: Oh, that's her mom, maybe? Oh, I don't know.
0: Yes, her mom is Connie. Okay, Yes, okay.
1: Makes sense again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, But I just thought that was so weird that, hey... This character is addicted to meth. And I was like, she's what now? How do they know that? <laughs> and I even like tried going on Google to look up this character on meth and nothing came up. So all I can assume is this. Someone just like went to the trivia and just like, hey, this is totally true, even though it's not. <laughs> and as getting back to the movie, instead of all this meth theory, fake, uh, theorizing, uh, D does mention that this year the camp is getting some special guests or one special guest, and that being Shane Gray. Okay, now it's in this moment where we see Shane Gray for the first time, really, talking to the other Joe Bro characters that I have to ask y'all a question. Are the Jonas Brothers supposed to be related in this movie? Like, are they, like, I don't their know, characters'
3: brothers? I don't know, because we never get their last names. So... It,
0: exactly, and I, the other point that I want to bring up to you that makes me question whether these are supposed to be brothers or not, is the fact that The first thing the hot tunes program that Mitchie's listening to they say that his bandmates they don't say his brothers, Mm -hmm. they just say his bandmates. But in this limo where they're all talking to each other, Kevin's character says that Camp Rock is where Connect Three connected, as if to say that they They weren't they didn't already know each other, they met there. And then I think it's Nick's character who says, You'll get to see your uncle, not. Our uncle. So I'm confused. And you've seen the second one too, I'm sure, multiple yes. times.
1: Not as many times, but <laughs> yes.
0: Do, do you have to recall whether they are known as brothers in that one or not?
1: I don't know if they clarify that, but I was along the same thought process as you that they're not, especially because like Camp Rock is where Connect Three, like connected, mm-hmm. you know, so I just assume <laughs> they're not brothers from that line. Right. Um, unless they just weren't very close brothers until Camp Rock. <laughs>
3: they all had a different mother, is the thing. Yeah, maybe they're yeah. all
1: half-brothers. Third brothers.
0: That that would make sense. Yeah, they're all third brothers. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's a fact now. We're going to put that in the trivia on IMDb gonna later see. and everyone's going to like it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I also wanted to mention that that 2000s hair is just uh, peachy keen. It's
3: great. The only one that doesn't have it is Nick.
0: Even Nick kind of has it, though, a little bit.
1: I mean, yeah, his hair looks just like Justin Timberlake, just a little bit bushier. Like, they're all rocking the awesome hair. I love <laughs> Joe's hair so much.
0: <laughs> is this the with or without the hair products? Because, obviously, after this scene, he doesn't have hair product anymore, as he mentions on his phone to his bandmates.
1: I mean, both. I just really like the haircut and that it's straightened. <laughs> like, if I was a boy in 2008, that would have been my hairstyle. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure that might have been my hairstyle as a freshman. I can't remember, though. Although I I had to say I haven't seen Kevin lately, so I don't know about him. But Nick and Joe, in my opinion, look much better with their short hair, though.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, they all look better with short hair, but the cringe is just very nice to see.
0: (laughs) And then our next scene, I don't remember exactly what what is happening, but... I wrote down, I can already tell Tess is a problem, like Galleria from Cheetah Girls oh, yeah. level problem mm-hmm. with her bossing her backup Oh, they're, they're friends. doing their
3: practice dance for the. That's what it
0: was. Yes, because Mitchie had snuck by and, and saw them practice dancing. Yes, and then Tess freaked out on them because they weren't doing something to her likeness, and so she know. freaked out on them. And it was at that point where I was like, okay, this is Galleria-level, like, bossy, bad, and I don't like this it. This is
3: Sharpay-level bossy.
0: Little bit, yes. And actually...
1: I think she's worse than Sharpay. <laughs> I mean, Sharpay's only mean to her brother, and everyone's mean to their brother, you know?
0: I was actually... Mm-hmm. I guess I can mention it now, even though I didn't actually 100% put it together as this until a little bit later. But... Tess is most like Regina George... From Mean Girls.
1: She is. I
0: don't know. Now, I've only, I will admit, I've seen a majority of Mean Girls, but it's mainly kind of been in pieces on, I think, like, FX and stuff like that. So I haven't fully gotten to experience Regina, George, Regina George's meanness. But from what I have seen, and all the clips that everyone shares and memes that everyone shares online and whatnot, I can tell you right now that Tess and Regina George are, like, the same person, just Tess is <laughs> the disney version <laughs> of it. Which is actually very interesting. Because apparently, the actress who plays Tess was in Mean Girls 2, but also the exact opposite of Regina George, which is kind of interesting as well. Mm-hmm. It's almost like what happened with a uh, uh, oh boy from uh, Minutemen, where he was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was the the bad boy in Minutemen, and then he was the like nerd. the ge- the nerd, the yeah. geek in Sky High. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so I guess Disney just likes reversing. What you're, characters. yeah, what you're kind of known for. <laughs> cool, cool, cool.
3: <laughs> but was he actually known for being a bad boy? Well, what I mean is like they switched it up because yeah, he's know, a bad boy once, and
0: they switched it yeah. up that way. He doesn't have the same kind of role, and he's not put into the same role all the time.
1: Hey, Sydney, what did you think of their haircuts? Like, did you think the Jonas Brothers? What did you think about them? Were they like cute, or were you like, go get a haircut, boy? <laughs>
4: Haircut.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so clearly it's just your two thousand and eight yeah, feelings.
1: Those haircuts don't stand the test of time then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and while we're on the subject of asking silly things, what did you think about Tess, the mean girl of this movie?
2: I didn't really like her.
0: You're not the only one. She's she's a mean one.
2: If I if I was in that show, I would grab my shoe and throw it at her. Face. Oh.
0: Watch out, Tess. You're going to have a shoe coming your way. <laughs> I will be interested in hearing what you, what you have to say about something, though, Sid. But we'll get to that very, very soon. Hang on. But... Whenever... What's his name? It's not Joe. I mean, his name is Joe. Uh, Shane. <laughs> whenever you Shane, did it! Whenever Shane is at the camp and he's walking around... Because this is the point where he calls the the bandmates Mm -hmm. and says that he needs hair products. Because he's
3: running from all those screaming fans. Well, that's what I was
0: getting to. So he starts running from the fans and he turns a corner and he trips. Apparently the trip was real. Mm -hmm. And the director decided to keep that in.
3: Well, I mean, it was a perfect timing. too. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And the thing I kind of want to bring up is at this moment is where I realized that this movie is just basically a music version of a Cinderella story. Cause the only difference Mm -hmm. between a Cinderella story and this is that it's not a missing shoe. That the main guy character has to try and match to a woman. It's It's a voice. voice. Mm -hmm. Which I have a problem with this. Which I'll get to during Shane's line during the final jam. But yeah. And of course because of how things pan out. Mitchie walks out of the room that she's singing in. Just before Shane walks into the room. And so he has no idea what it is. He's only heard the song. And the next time we see Mitchie she's at this opening jam mm-hmm. session and i have to say i'm really digging lola's song that she sings at this moment it kind of reminded me of almost a spice girls uh wannabe song if you want to be in my lover you have to get with my friends except instead of it being five girls it was just lola singing it and i just like the way she had her her song flow
1: yeah wait is this the Who's Got What It Takes to Be, or is this a different song?
0: This, yeah, I think it was that one.
1: Okay.
0: What It Takes to Be, and then she's... Uh, fly, what
1: It Takes to Make Me, me Flow. flow. Yeah. Yes,
0: yes, that one. And I just like how she like would always end it with a, me flow, kind of. Mm-hmm. It, it was I was really digging that. <laughs> it was a really fun song. And then after her singing that song is where I started cringe, because that's the first moment where Mitchie is talking to Tess, and she first reveals that her father isn't this... Songwriter, I think is what they had asked her. He's yeah, a hardware. Or
3: something like yeah, that. yeah he, he's songwriter. Yeah, writer. he's
0: a hardware store owner, and so that's where Tess, Peggy, and Ella are. You know, oh, leaving her behind, oh, thinking oh, she's like petty or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, but my mom is the president of Hot Tunes TV. Hey, I have a problem
3: with In this China. too. In China, <laughs> I have a problem with this too. I don't think she needed a lie. It's not like all musicians come from money. Mm-hmm. Lots of them come from poor families, right? Or medium or mid-tier families, you know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, she didn't lie to be successful. She lied to have friends. Like, she was very enamored with Tess from the moment she saw her in the limo.
0: That's very true. And,
1: like, obviously she has a problem with not being friends with a popular crowd. So she, like, instantly put her sights on Tess. And then whenever she walks away, she panics. She's like, oh, no, she doesn't like me. But... I know how to make her like me. And then she lies. She's also a really good liar. Like, I was impressed.
0: Yeah, for kind of thinking of it off the spot. I just think it would have been... I don't understand why she would have wanted to be friends with Tess. Other than the fact that Tess is clearly the popular one. But after just talking to Caitlyn about Tess and Caitlyn being like, Hey, Tess rules the school, but she's also a bitch. Paraphrasing, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but I don't understand why she would still want to be friends with her, but she does decide to be. And Sidley, this is where I want to ask you a question. If you had been in Mitchie's situation, would you have tried to be friends with Tess at first?
2: No, I would throw a shoe at her. <laughs>
0: okay, I was just curious. I was. Nope, it's the shoe. She's just going to throw <laughs> yeah, a shoe at her.
2: i just grab my ease and be like, Hello. <laughs>
0: get away, you <laughs> demon of a woman.
2: What about, yeah. uh, what's Allison's character's name? Caitlin.
1: What about Caitlin, like would you guys have been from the get-go?
0: The one who was, like, the computer DJ girl? Yeah. 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 I honestly think she's the better person to hang out with anyway.
2: Every, t- every time I saw that mean girl, I would be like, take, eat my shoe. <laughs> yep,
3: yeah, she's not going to final jam. Nope.
0: <laughs> Rude. I mean... You're going to be on kitchen
1: duty. <laughs>
0: I mean... She could still go to Final Jam. It would just have to be after, at, at the, the end of Final Jam. Jam. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but because Mitchie decides to lie, this is where Tess is like, hey, you get to room with us now because you're going to be popular, so come to the VIP section because we're cool and they aren't. And once Mitchy is going to their bunk to stay with them and everything, we get to see a little bit more from Ella and Peggy. And... I have to say, just like how I find Kevin's character, his simple mindedness, mm-hmm. if you will, funny, I find Ella's also just as funny. And this kind of goes back to the whole Mean Girls thing where you have Regina George and she has one friend who's, you know, can kind of stand up for herself and knows things. And then she has the guns. Character friend, yes. <laughs> and that's pretty much exactly what we have in this movie. Where we have Tess, who's the bossy, bitchy one. Oh, and then wow. we have Peggy, who's the one who can essentially stand on her own, but is still with Tess for reasons. Who
3: knows, yeah.
0: And then there's Ella, who's just the simple-minded one. <laughs> and I just, I guess I kind of just love that that dynamic of those three. But, once Mitchie gets into the cabin... She puts her stuff on the bed and everything. And Tess is like, you, one bag? You can't possibly fit all your clothes in that one bag. Being the very rich, uptightness woman that she is, to say these kind of things. Um, <laughs> and Mitchie says that she gave away pretty much all of her clothes. And that then Tess is like, but you still have this raggedy old thing? And she's like, yeah, it's because it's, it's from China. It's from this place. And I don't recall the Mandarin that she speaks, but it's the Mandarin that her friend told her. That means good summer.
1: Happy summer. Happy
0: summer. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and Peggy is the one who finds uh, Mitchie's little songbook. Mm-hmm. And so they have Mitchie sing a few lines from it. And of course, Mitchie's very self-conscious. She doesn't think it sounds very good. But Peggy and Ella clearly do. And even though Tess says that it was good, hers is more of a sarcastic, oh yeah, totally. It's good. You it's can good. hang
3: with the people in the back.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's all that... Tessa clearly plans on doing with her. And so, Mitchie's, you know, sleeping at the, the cabin. She wakes up early in the morning because she has to help her mom in the kitchen. That's the whole deal with her going to the cabin in the first place. And I love how whenever she wakes up in the morning, she accidentally bumps Ella's bed. And I was like, Mitchie, is that you? And once again, because of how Guns. simple-minded Ella is, Mitchie's just like, you're dreaming. You're a rock princess. <laughs>
4: And she goes, I rock.
0: <laughs> I just love that little yeah, idioticness, if you will. Uh, but once Mitchie is kind of finished helping in the kitchen, she has to go and sneak around because she do not anyone, knowing that she's the cook's daughter, and ends up going to sit down with Caitlin at first. And Caitlin asks how good Mitchie is at singing. And Mitchie says she doesn't know, but she thinks she's pretty all right. Pretty good. And Caitlin's advice is, well, if you're going to be friends with Tess, Tess, don't. Because it's clearly meaning that Tess will be very jealous of you and make Mm -hmm. you not be good at all. And I'm curious to why, again, Mitchie doesn't take Caitlin's advice at all. She's like, oh, but she's popular. I just want to be around her. Like, I get it, but I still don't understand it. And I know I'm being very nitpicky about it.
1: Because she's a teenage girl and she wants to be popular. It's a real struggle, man. And I get it. It ain't easy being teenage-y.
0: Wow. And I get it. I've <laughs> I've I've had those same struggles. But it's you can you clear want, are you
3: wanted to be popular in high school?
0: No, not at all. I know. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. It would have I mean, been nice. Well,
3: I guess at our high school, it doesn't really matter because everyone knows everyone. So, yeah, if you, if you know everyone, you're yeah pretty much popular.
1: I feel like I could have related to her more like in the junior high age. Mm-hmm. That's when it was like, you gotta be popular. But True. by the time I got to high school, I was like, I hate all y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if y'all like me or not. Right. Leave me
0: alone. <laughs> that's, that's all very... Once again, I get it. It's just, I feel like there's enough evidence of what Tessa's character really is like, yeah. that you shouldn't want to be around her as a friend.
1: Also, I feel like she could have been super popular if she would have said, yeah, I'm the cook's daughter. If you want, like, your food cooked a certain way, or extras, yeah. mm-hmm. like, extra bacon in the morning, everyone will love you.
0: Literally, like, if if I was going to the camp, and then Mitchie was like, yeah, I'm the cook's daughter, I'd be like, you know, if I'm your friend, can I get free food?
1: Because at camp, I never got enough bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. They'd give two strips, and I'd be like, this is I'd not rather enough. be
3: a cook's daughter or... Well, you know, obviously I'm not a girl, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'd rather be, have a cook as a family member than an uh, artist, like a song artist, because, you know, food. Yeah, yep, true. Food, food. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yes. If I was the cook's daughter, I would be like, if you want bacon, I am the cook's daughter, and I will make extra bacon, like 10 pieces of bacon a day. 10 pieces a day. Every 10, morning. <laughs> and I would be running to you every
3: day to
1: try and be your friend.
3: Only 10 pieces of bacon. I think
0: that's the one thing that this movie got wrong is not realizing that food is at everyone's heart. Yes. You know, no matter what.
1: <gasps> okay, actually, <Yeah! laughs> my heart was breaking because I noticed some like little things that like, I hadn't noticed before, so we learned later mm-hmm. that Demi Lovato was bulimic during all of this going on, okay. right? Okay,
0: yeah, okay, I was, yeah.
1: And there are, like, four different mentions where, like, she, like, in the beginning, whenever her dad's grilling, she's like, I'll pass, I don't want anything. And then later, her mom's like, you barely have anything on your plate. And then there's another time where she's like, her mom asks her, um, who can resist these burgers? And she's like, I can, and there's, like, one other thing, and I was just like, "Oh."
0: I was gonna mention... This this is obviously much later after, uh, the lies are revealed. But there's the moment where, uh, Mitchy goes to sit down with Caitlyn and the others, and uh, Caitlyn's like, either. "You can sit down, but you have to give me your cake." And so Mitchy's like, "Okay, here you go," and sits down. And at that moment, I was like, "Wait, I haven't seen Mitchy eat a thing nope. since this movie started," and then I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I started thinking about the Demi Lovato bulimic thing, and I was like. Oh, damn.
1: Like, obviously, they're not related, but, like, right, right, right. it's still just painful.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree. But getting back to where we are in this movie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good thing that you brought it up, though, because I was going to bring up the same thing, especially once we got to that point. After going and sitting down with Tess and everything in uh, during breakfast or whatever, they end up going to their first class, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, like a song theory type of thing and Brown Camp Counselor, Counselor Brown who, I want to mention, I didn't realize that was his name the first time I was watching this through and it was whenever I was looking at the trivia and I came up with the whole uh, D. LaDuke being addicted to meth or whatever that I was like, wait, who's Brown? And then I had to go look it up and I was like, wait, is that the Camp Count? That's not his name. This is a stupid name, Brown. And then on my second rewatch, whenever he introduces himself to Mitchie's mom, I actually heard, hey, Brown, and I, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name, but he's like, Brown, whatever. I was like,
3: oh, my God, is that, his name is Brown. What the hell? Anyhow. His parents were dealing <laughs> with drug lawyers.
0: I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Brown comes into the class, and, of course, all the kids, you know, they're doing the little uh, beats and everything. And he comes in and says, all right, who's going to sing first? And everyone wants to sing, except for Mitchie. Because she's self-conscious again but he picks her and has her sing a solo and she sings uh who will i be and another song that i think is just great <laughs> Haley gave the the perfect symbol hand gesture uh and i would agree <laughs> but it's also in this moment that we see that ooh tess is jealous jealous uh-oh and the next scene just shows just how manipulative Tess is. Because she's like, Well, you know, you're really good, so you can be my backup dancer. And we don't usually let anyone into this group. And Mitchie's like, Well, I was gonna, you know, do the final jam solo. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, that's so brave of you doing a solo and have you of,
3: ever signed in front of other
0: people Yeah, before? in front of an audience, and she's like yeah.
1: Well, I love how Peggy at first is like, you'll do fine. Yeah. And yeah. then whenever she's like, no, I've never sung in front of anyone except for choir. And then Peggy's like, oh. <laughs> Good luck.
0: <laughs> but it's still like Peggy didn't like try and downgrade. No. The she, she, Peggy was still in my opinion, a bit supportive. Yes. But it's Tess who's really like, oh you poor thing. You're really brave then. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like walks off. And as she's walking off, then she's like, well, I, I, I guess I could do a, a group. That'd be perfect and then tess is just like are you sure (laughs) are you sure and she's like yeah yeah totally and she's like only if you're sure about it (laughs) that's
1: like textbook um what's that illness where you like don't have emotions or view people you like only use people what is
4: it
0: i was just gonna say manipulative
1: yeah textbook manipulative but she sounds like a psychopath in the scene
0: (laughs) A a little bit pretty much she definitely doesn't have any empathy. I mean, I don't know. That's I know that's not the word that you're looking for, but that's the only thing I can really think of. She clearly has problems, though, as we kind of learn throughout the film. Because the first time that we see her in her cabin, she's trying to talk to her mom, and her mom doesn't have time for her. And so this kind of harkens to a, a double teamed kind of moment where the mean girl out there, at least at first, mean girl, she has problems that she wants to be the best that way. Her dad will show up and everything. In this, it's kind of like Tess thinking she needs to be the best in order to get her mom to show up for her. But yeah, like I said, manipulative, and it's the... Did you find the word? No. Okay. (laughs) But Mitchie decides... Or she doesn't decide. Mitchie has to go off and help her mom finish, like, making cookies and stuff like that for for the campers. And while she's there, getting ready to clean stuff up, Shane walks in. And... It's the old Mrs. Doubtfire classic of putting something on your face that way you're not recognizable. And she stands up, and all I can say about the scene is that Shane is a douchebag. He's a jerk. He is the worst. And I just wanted to say, uh, whenever Mitchie is talking to him, because he the whole time Shane's like, you know, I don't think y'all got my my list of things I'm allergic to because I couldn't even touch my breakfast this morning. Who's in charge here? Being a very Karen kind of person. And I just wanted to be like, get him, Mitchie, because Mitchie's like, "Uh, you're very rude, you're a jerk. I'm a person and that is not how you talk to a person. And even finally gets him to be like, Alright, I'll have my my agent send over the list again. And goes to walk off. And she's like... Thank you? (laughs) And I was like... "Mm, Get him, girl!
3: Yeah!
1: (laughs) I do love that part. But, like, internally I'm like... Why can't you do that to Tess?
3: Exactly! Like... (sighs) That's because she wasn't... She didn't have flour on her face during Tess's encounter.
1: Yeah, maybe it was the disguise that gave her the bravery.
0: And you know that is very interesting that... You bring that up because a lot of people do mention that whenever you put on a mask, you can be a different person. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And I mean, they say this all the time, but psychologists will say that really everyone puts on a mask at some point because who you are at work is a mask because you can't really necessarily be who you really are at work most of the time, depending on where you're working and who you are at school. That's usually a mask compared to who you are at home. It's everyone wears a mask. And it just happens that this flower mask that Mitchy is wearing in this moment helped her to stand up to chain And maybe she could have used it to stand up to Tess.
1: I should have worn a flower mask at my last job interview that I didn't get. <laughs> oh. Maybe it would have helped me.
0: <laughs> I'm curious to the job interview and how that would have gone, how that went and how it would have gone with the flower mask.
1: I would have been so much more confident with flower on my face if I could
0: tell you that. <laughs> All <Alrighty>, then. <laughs> But after this whole flower incident is pretty much where I kind of have a few problems start up, and that's because Shane is teaching his hip hop dance class, groove, which Haley's already told me that I'm wrong for criticizing this scene, but whatever. <laughs> and my problem is that Mitchie shows up, they're all getting ready to to, you know, hang out and jam with Shane, and then Shane walks in, he's like, Grab a hat and a mic and get in line and follow keep up if you can. And so everyone gets in line, and then Shane just starts going off doing these random dances, dance moves, and then all of a sudden, everyone can dance. The -hmm. same exact dance. Mm -hmm. And so, Kyle, I remember whenever we watched The Other Me, you had the problem that whenever uh Andy Lawrence in that film did his like dance on the table, and then everyone started following along and doing the Mm -hmm. dances. With that dance, it made sense that everyone could do it for two reasons.
3: Because it was a popular dance.
0: Well, not even that. Mm-hmm. For one, because it was a very simplistic dance. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much like movement going on. He just like did like a few little steps and everything. And also, he was doing it slow enough that people could kind of register how to do the moves. And then it was a one by one thing that people kind of started doing
3: it slowly. It's still it was like imble- unbelievable that people were dancing <laughs> a flash mob basically. But this scene right here is one that I find
0: even more unbelievable because of how, in my opinion, kind of I think complicated. Some the of moves them, are.
3: Some of them would have gotten it at least. Some.
0: Like maybe three or four.
3: Like the dancers at the beginning?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably would have gotten it pretty quickly. But other one other people who aren't dancers, dancers yeah. They would have like needed a, a step count, like a one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't give that to them, but he does it one time and says go to the other side of the room and follow me and then they they can all do the dance and it just it bewilders me that they can do it and I just have that problem
3: it's a movie magic type thing
0: yeah like it's pretty much it, if this wasn't a movie and these actors hadn't trained to do this with you know prior to the scene doing multiple takes and whatnot and multiple rehearsals they wouldn't have been able to do this on the first time first take and then as this whole dance is going on which it is a pretty cool dance I will admit Cause as Haley brought up, this director does a good job of making even lame dances look interesting and cool to do. <laughs> yes,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Trevor that these dances are so lame, and I only know they're lame because I learned how to do them <laughs> from the Camp Rock Sing dance along. Uh huh. So I know that the cinematography and editing are what makes them look cool because me doing it by myself was not cool at
0: all. <laughs> Now, let me ask you, how many times did you have to watch this Camp Rock Sing Dance Along in order to actually do the dance? Not even necessarily perfectly, but reasonably well.
1: Uh, I, We didn't have DVRs back then, so there was no rewinding. Uh-oh. So probably like every time I came on, I probably could never still do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would just spin when they spin, you know. I'm not a good dancer. You know this.
0: Which is why I really do wish that... Demi Lovato sorry not sorry dance that we did was still available for us <laughs> but after this dancing class tutorial thing that Shane does it the ends up tripping. yes it ends with the drummer tripping and of course Tess has to tease him about it but Shane goes uh are you a drummer I asked him if he's a drummer or if he can play the drums or something like yeah. that and so the kid takes out his drumsticks and starts banging you know doing a little drum beat with the sticks on the ground
3: and then shane gives him an inspirational speech
0: well i was gonna say this is like a cringy like okay that's that's a terrible line moment mm-hmm. it was just shane's uh you're a drummer dude yeah duh
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you control the beat
0: <laughs> that's all i had to say about that it's oh. just it, it was it was just so stupid of a line like okay you obviously know he's a drummer why'd you have to say it i don't know it ah anyhow (laughs) so then they're at I think breakfast again and as they're sitting down the mom came over to Tess Peggy and Ella while Mitchie was sitting down and she's like I just wanted to meet Mitchie's friends and so Mitchie introduces them all and then Peggy's like you know that yeah you know that woman who is that and Mitchie this again where my cringes came of her lying uh she was like oh do you not know her everyone knows her She's worked with everybody. Even whenever uh, Jessica and Nick, I think, is who she mentioned, like Jessica and Nick Lachey, whenever they were still together and uh, some other people, I can't even remember I can't remember who she said. And I was like, uh, she cooked for
4: Jessica? Huh?
0: Jessica ate these eggs? <laughs> and then it's just Mitchie's, yeah. <laughs> Once again, kind of going to the whole mean girls of the simple-mindedness, it's just it's funny to see. And so the next thing is the campfire jam. And this is where I realized. The whole Mean Girls thing, because Tess comes out to sing her song and she has her three friends mm-hmm. being her backup dancers and then our backup singers and then a whole bunch of backup dancers. And I was like, oh, this is some really this is some Regina George level shit right here. OK, I you know. See.
3: Even mm-hmm. even the uh, dancers were in front of the backup singers.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's because she doesn't care about her friends. She cares about putting her self in front of everything. Pretty much, and I did want to say that whenever that song started, that Tessa singing, which was uh, "I'm too cool for you," in my head, I actually kind of started singing. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> Everybody has those days because it has that same kind of like startup beat to it. But in bringing up "I'm too cool for you," why would anyone like Tessa songs? Because they're very self-centered or self-absorbed. I'm too cool for you, so get over it. Like, don't be mad. It's just it's just true. I'm too cool for you.
1: What was that one song that came out a couple years ago? It had something about being cool, and he was like talking to a girl about her shades and her high heels, and you think you're so cool.
0: Yeah, that was a, a. Oh, I can't remember his name. The guy who sang. Pilsner? Uh, yes. Yeah. The guy who sang Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so, you think, so you think you're so cool or something like that? You're wearing your shades? Got you your shades like
1: I really liked that song.
0: I would say that's not necessarily similar, only because yeah, he's talking about yeah. someone who's, who thinks they're cooler and than him. And not
3: talking like, about himself yeah. being
0: cool. Exactly. Now, if he, if he had been like, I'm cooler than you, I got my shades yeah. on, blah, 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 blah.
3: Okay, never
1: mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that, But that's what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why would anyone like this if it's a very self-absorbed kind of song? I mean, I don't particularly... I mean, I get why it's a kind of catchy song it's a fun song i just i don't understand why anyone would you don't like the lyrics of the song i don't i don't like so the message the li- that i don't like the message that it's portraying so
3: if the message was different
0: yeah like if it was like we said like pilsner or if, she I, I,
3: was, if she was talking about shane being cool maybe maybe
0: or if she was if she was kind of cr- criticizing shane thinking he was better than everyone else mm. it'd be it'll be it'd be a bit different
1: i feel like this is like seven rings you know a song by Ariana Grande?
0: Yes, I do. I had to think Maybe about it.
1: kind of similar to that. Like if we had to make a real world connection.
0: I can see where I can see where that those are similar. But isn't that one just more of a I'm done with my I'm done with you as a boyfriend cuz you're not good enough? Or... No,
1: she's like Oh my god. <laughs> uh, she's... Sing for us, please. <laughs> she said something about uh, my hair just bought it. Something. Just bought it. Oh.
4: I
2: like it. I want it. I want it. Go, I, I got it. You know it. Sing it. Wait. I want it. I got it. I want it. I got it. I, I'm i always on YouTube, and I always listen to all different types of songs. <laughs> I want it. I got it. You like my hair? She thinks. Just bought it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Okay, She's yeah. She's I... talking about being rich and having anything she wants.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought... Oh, it's the Thank You Next that's the one about... Yeah, eating. yeah. yeah. Next, okay.
1: And next. she even says, uh, they say money can't buy you happiness, but they didn't have enough money. Like, it's a pretty self-centered song.
0: Oh, I did not realize that. I think that's only because I've only heard that first part of the she Thanks, I bought it part yeah. of the song. I don't think I've heard past that. But I knew about the song. Anyhow.
1: <laughs> but hey, that went to the top of the charts, so I mean... Maybe there's a market for being self-centered.
0: Like, I can see I can see where you would play it. Like, if you're kind of feeling yourself. Yeah. And you were, like, getting ready to go party or whatever, you'd be like, I'm too cool for you and everything, having your shades on. Yeah. I, I get it. It's just... I don't know. Anyhow. <laughs> getting past that. The next scene is involving dinner. In which... At least I'm, I'm pretty sure it's dinner. I really can't tell. Because, in my opinion, the timeline of this movie is a little wonky and the only timeline that was i'll like explain significant
3: in a was the the final jam countdown days
0: that too but i'll i'll, I'll explain my my reasonings better, for the the wonkiness in a little bit but they're at like a supper or whatever but they're eating spaghetti and Al, what's allison's name caitlin god i can't think of anybody's name i just want to call my like their real names caitlin accidentally trips tess and then she's like sorry oh Oh, no, not, not true, sorry, really. Not sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, no, no. She's like, sorry. Then
0: she's like, oh, wait, not sorry. <laughs> a very petty, but it makes sense because Tess is just. It's
2: like that saying, sorry, not sorry. By Demi Lovato. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Do we have a conspiracy theory happening?
0: <laughs> Maybe a little bit of one. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, uh Tess is like, I, don't, I forget what Tess tells her, but she ends up. Pouring her spaghetti on to Caitlyn, and then Caitlyn does yeah, get back at her, and then they're just you know food fight. Yeah, a little bit of one.
2: And then the girl that the singing girl stop tries to stop them, and Richie. then yeah, and then the. Brown comes in and's like, Come on, y'all go into my office, let's go. I um,
3: hate being uncool.
2: <laughs> I hate being uncool. Go
0: Now the first thing I wanna mention is at least the spaghetti didn't have any sauce on it.
1: I was gonna say that's if I had to critique this movie, which I will not. Also. I was not say anything <laughs> bad. That's very lazy of the director. Oops.
3: Not putting the, the sauce?
1: Right, because then you can just do multiple scenes and not have a What new... was in
3: the bowl? Was that just a bunch of vegetables? I think it was lettuce.
0: Vegetables?
1: I lot? think it was
3: lettuce of
0: some sort.
2: That I wish... it's lazy. Yeah. They put meatballs and sauce, and then she just grabs, like... They just grab the plate, and they're like, take this! You... Take that! You know it's spaghetti. so they should have done. She should have put the spaghetti on her shoe and then thrown it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, she put, a, put a, she, she put should have put the Biscetti in her shoe and then thrown it out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then she's like, What's inside of you? And she ends over her head. And she's like, Ew, shoe Biscetti.
0: <laughs> I do also want to mention that, as Sid already mentioned, Brown shows up and he has to be the uncool one to take him to his office. I will say though, whenever you first came up and stopped it, I half expect him to be like food fight and then start throwing food everywhere.
2: (laughs) No, 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 because he kind of
0: seems like he would be that kind of camp counselor. I
2: wanted him not to stop them, and he was like, and then like he wasn't there at the time, and then no one tried to stop them, and everyone just started throwing food like. Take this. You're my enemy. <laughs> Take that. You're my enemy.
3: <laughs> you're my enemy. You're my yeah, enemy. That, that line should have definitely been a I, I That exact enemy. kind of tone yes. and everything. You're my enemy.
2: You're I would have been like grabbing the plate and be like, You're my enemy. To the, block, That's not the to tone the person. It's not, You're my enemy. It's, it's you're, you're my, my enemy. Now we have been like... You're my enemy. Throw like a sharp plate to her. Like, you're my enemy.
0: (laughs) So, anyhow, (laughs) Brown takes Mitchie, Caitlin, and Tess onto his office. And for those who can't see this, Haley has just been doing the, the movements that Brown does, which is points at both with finger guns, points crossways with finger guns, and then points away towards his office with finger guns. But uh, they all go to his office, and Brown tries to figure out what exactly has been going on. uh, Who started the whole thing. And Tess tells him that it's simple, because he asks, who is the first one to throw the spaghetti? And Tess says, that's easy. It was Caitlin. And I'm agreeing with Caitlin in this point, that technically, yes, it was was her her who threw it. But it she was did Tess started. She who did started it. Tess started.
2: put the busketty on her shirt.
0: Exactly. On
2: my shirt. But there's no buts.
0: There's no buts, unfortunately. There are no buts. I don't she even have says a but.
2: No, He says no butt, And then she says but again, and he's like, I, I have no but. Yeah. Now, my I question no is, but.
0: my question is, is it possible that Brown, at least came up with the whole punishment, For Caitlyn, which was that she had to work in the kitchen.
3: It was a real, the real punishment was Mitchie's. He's punishing Mitchie.
0: I mean, not really. What I was going to ask is, is it, is it possibly his plan to do that to Caitlyn, make her be in the kitchen on purpose in order to hopefully get Caitlyn to rub off on Mitchie and realize that she doesn't need to be Tessa's friend or lie in order to be cool or stuff like that?
1: He still does. He still hasn't seen Mitchie as the daughter yet. Cause remember they were supposed to meet, but she left. Like he doesn't know who she is.
0: But I mean, he would still like know who she is because he had he'd have to have like a rundown yeah. of people's files.
1: It didn't appear that way at the very first class when he made her sing. Like it didn't seem like. Well, not that, who that she very was. first class,
3: but I think at this moment he definitely knows because she's all what? That's unfair. When she. Mm-hmm. And he gives her a look like, "What are you talking about?" Right. So well, it seems like he doesn't really, know not she's not she in the she talk- kitchen. It seems to me like he knows. I would at least feel
0: like he would, because if he knows what is uh, what is cafeteria person, her name right. is mm-hmm. he, and then he would know who Mitchie's full name. I feel like he could put and two together. And they were and
3: talking together. for a while at the beginning, so yeah, exactly.
0: Like it wouldn't be hard I, for I the mom to be like, "Yeah, that's she Mitchie." Brought
3: up her daughter
0: and. You can't tell me that the mom doesn't have pictures of Mitchie.
1: Well, don't you think that, like, he has to know how terrible Tess is? Like, he's got to be waiting for the opportunity to be like, you're punished or whatever.
0: Well, no, I, I think I get that. But I, I just feel like rather than him punishing someone bad, he's trying to get someone out of a terrible situation mm-hmm. more so. Mm-hmm. Which also kind of goes to him being like... Until because the Mitchie, end of Final, Final Jam. jam. Yeah. Because Mitchie's
3: being the uncool end. at this moment, so he hates people who are uncool. <laughs> I at least think that he's
0: trying to stop her from making, making terrible decisions. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes.
2: I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, wait. I was thinking about this. What if the one that said, sorry, not sorry, was the one that was... their Her father was... Or the person that sings sorry not sorry Uh was their was her parent
1: so demi lovato was mitchy's mom (laughs) oh
3: that's a conspiracy theory for the ages man
1: (laughs) or is demi lovato uh small
2: what's her name what's allison caitlin's mom are you saying wait 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 what if the one that said i'm sorry like she's related like so demi lovato's caitlin's mom is what you're saying
4: Oh. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> I don't think that would really work because of their ages, but I guess it's possible.
2: You're quiet,
0: <laughs> That's true. What if
2: like, um, uh, her mom, the one that said, uh, saying, sorry, not sorry, was the one that said, sorry, not sorry, it's mom.
0: <laughs> I think you've just confused everybody because I don't understand <laughs> what is going on.
1: Oh, you guys just missed some of the best hand gestures I've ever seen. It was literally like Siddeley was moving boxes <laughs> from her left to her right and her right to her left behind her.
3: The thing you just did, Sid, we haven't gotten to that part yet. We're about to, though.
2: Oh, good. We're good. extremely
3: close to that part.
0: So anyhow, after out. after this confusing bit of information... What, wait, what
3: were we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Because, uh...
0: So after all that, after all that, we get to the... A kitchen moment. Scene.
3: Well, I guess the the carrying the box to the kitchen scene. Yeah,
0: she's carrying. Mitchie's carrying a box to the kitchen, and Shane stops Mitchie for reasons, and he starts playing a song for her.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the song he's singing for is "Voice Inside My Voice Inside of Me," I think, or "Voice Inside of My Head."
3: Yeah, something like that.
0: Something to that effect. And first thing is, just like how Cheetah Girls, pretty much every Music scene, music video scene was a Mm -hmm. music video kind of commercial Mm -hmm. on Disney Channel at the time. Mm -hmm. This movie, Camp Rock, also had music video commercials. Mm -hmm. And I think, from what I can remember, this is one of those music video commercials that I can remember.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And I do find it very coincidental that the song that Shane is singing to Mitchie just happens to be a song about Mitchie that he's singing to Mitchie. Even though he doesn't realize that it's Mitchie that he's singing about.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Songception.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> I just wanted to bring up that little interesting fact of I do it's coincidental, but it's also kind of funny thing about. But uh I think it's also in this moment where where Shane kind of asks uh Mitchie's opinion and Mitchy's like, I think it's great and whatnot, and I don't lie.
3: <laughs>
0: and as soon as she said that, I was like, Do it, girl!
3: You're lying to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, is she lying about the song, or is she not? Because she says she doesn't lie. Obviously, that's a lie.
2: <laughs> did you forget that she was lying about her mother for that one second, and then after, she was like, oh, God, I forgot I'm lying. To I everyone. think so,
0: mainly because she thought Shane was really hot, and hotness <laughs> conquers all brain function. Oh,
2: uh, no, <laughs> sure it guess not.
3: So when did they start dating Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato? Like in real life? Yeah.
0: I don't think they ever dated... Yeah, they did. I thought it was her and Nick, though. Or were they just always friends?
1: They they did both.
0: Oh. I mean, I always yeah. knew that, like, Miley, Demi, and Selena, and Nick, and Joe, like, it was kind of like a round <laughs> yeah. robin yeah, hey, of those.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to say something bad like they passed her around, but, like, yeah, those six, or five. Five. Definitely. Yeah, because lot...
3: Kevin's way older than them. <gasps> was he really... I guess he could. Kevin's yeah. the oldest, he was, like, and Joe, and then I don't know how I know, at the time, Nick was still in high school. Yeah. Huh. Because so, yeah. they had a uh, Jonas Brothers TV show on Disney. Uh-huh. And they showed, like, their lives and whatnot. Hmm. So. Yeah, like, I always,
0: I always knew about Nick being part of I didn't realize, honestly, didn't know who Joe had dated out of those three girls. But I knew, like, those three girls were with the Jonas Brothers the most. I just thought that, like, Selena and Demi were mainly with Nick. And I thought, like, that was the whole thing. But it does feel like Nick was the one who got kind of passed around between all the girls the most. He
1: was the cutest, man. Those girls. Uh,
0: I can understand it. I can understand it. (laughs) But uh, after that whole I don't lie thing, there comes this very classic Disney trope that we kind of learned about in High School Musical and High School Musical 2. And that is, if someone is out of your peripherals, you can't see them at all. Because Demi ends up going straight to the kitchen. And the mom tells her to, you know, go get the chips to put in bowls and whatnot. And Demi, or sorry, not Demi. I mean, it is Demi, but Mitchie walks around a corner. But as she's walking around a corner, in is coming Caitlyn. In a kind of way that she could, she should be able to at least see Mitchie perfectly. Because they like kind of just pass each other. To where Caitlyn should be like, Mitchie? As soon as she walked in. But she didn't see her because she was out of peripherals. And so she starts to, you know, put things together and whatnot, and Mitchie's mom says it'll be us three working together, pretty much, making all this food and everything. While Mitchie's
3: getting ready to bring out the chips. Yes.
0: And then Mitchie's mom walks off, and then out comes Mitchie with a bag of chips and hurries up and puts it over her face.
3: She was fast with the face color. Oh,
0: yeah. Very, very quick. And Caitlin's like, oh, you must be the the third person who's helping us. Uh, I'm Caitlin. What's your name or whatever? And all Mitchie does is just, like, waves. And then she... (laughs) Dash,
3: she <laughs> but in that the... was, she was quick too man oh yeah
0: she could probably win a hundred yard dash she ends up tripping in the
3: slipping on the mop bucket or whatever or yeah
0: and gets water all over herself and chips all over herself and then that's where Caitlyn sees it's mitchy and there's a moment where it's slightly anim- animosity kind of linked mm-hmm. in the sense that caitlin's like oh this is rich, because you're not rich and everything. And then at the same time, Mitchy's like, Well, go ahead and tell everybody. I don't care. But it does show how good of a person Caitlyn is, compared to Tess. Because Caitlyn at no point really tried to give out Mitchy's secret. Compared to what Tess does later.
1: Yeah, and Caitlyn at least had a reason to. Like, she could have stuck up for her with the spaghetti thing. But Tess is just out to get her for no reason.
0: Exactly. Well, there know. is a reason. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, but I mean... That's not a good
4: reason. Exactly.
0: Yeah, there's mm-hmm. not a good enough reason for Tess's vindictiveness, if you will.
3: Is She's also jealous because she's in love with
4: Shane. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at, as they're getting, I guess, lunch or whatever, they're getting tacos. Tess, I can't remember anybody's name, it's so bad. Uh, Tess informs everyone that she's basically Shane's perfect girl. Mm-hmm. And for the, the pajama jam tonight everyone needs to wear green because that's shane's favorite color Mm -hmm. and she needs to look good for shane and once they get to the pajama night my question is how does Mitchie have the same outfit as peggy and ella i
3: don't know
0: like it makes sense as to why peggy and ella would have it because they probably would have well
3: they have so many costumes and yeah yeah
0: but how does Mitchie? she clearly only came with one bag of clothes and she just so happens to have
3: packed. Stuff. Let's just assume that the girls had extra pairs that they gave to of her costumes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess that that's the thing that makes the most sense. Let's just
3: assume that.
2: That could definitely, that could definitely be it.
0: That the girls gave her an extra yeah. set.
2: I mean, I guess Maybe so. Maybe one of them had like an extra jacket and an I extra shirt, and pack. the other one had like some extra shorts that she could wear. Yep.
3: I assume they pack multiple sets of their costumes.
2: Definitely. I guess definitely. that, I, I guess that could be that could me? be very
0: true. That could be very true. But uh, this jam starts off with Caitlyn, where she's doing her little DJing and everything. Really good beat. Everyone's liking it. Shane's liking it. And Ellen informs Tess that Shane is liking it, and Tess can't have any of this.
3: So she pretends that the cable is
2: no, a snake. No. No. She's like. Ah, snake! And he, but she knows that it's the game she, And the girl's like, Oh, it's just the cave all, sweetheart. Oh,
3: the man. meth addict. Meth addict. Says, oh, it's a, it's a... You you would assume the meth addict if she was really a meth addict.
2: would be like, Oh
4: my God, it's a snake! It's a Oh my God! Right?
0: Yeah.
4: Started stomping
1: on her. Took <laughs> out a gun and started shooting
0: at the floor. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's so, what should have happened.
2: I would be like a stick in the dirt and like be brave and i would be like what it no it's just a cable <laughs> and then if it shocked me i would be and if it almost shocked me i would be like take this and i threw and i threw threw it at the mean girl <laughs> and then she got shocked and she, was like, Ugh, and she <laughs> couldn't walk anymore i would do that i would do that okay
1: before you weren't going to final jam. Now I think you're just getting kicked <laughs> out of the
3: game.
2: <laughs> Shush! You just electrocuted <laughs> okay No, I guess
3: to be fair, the cable isn't actually electrically like the electric. I mean, as long as it's not tampered with. Yeah, right? there's no wires exposed. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Then
3: I guess it's fine. But, yeah,
2: I would throw a. But and she's she's it. trying to electrocute
3: someone. She's. But be- I would
2: I would like shoot it and then oh. put get, put put the wire by her feet oh. and then Oh she, she
0: just, She's she's trying to electrocute this woman. She's trying to kill her. Yep. But, uh,
2: <laughs> yes, uh, but, because, but because
0: but uh, because Tess does this this terrible thing, it ends up causing Caitlin to stop her performance. Mm-hmm. It and my response shame
3: to leave too.
0: Yeah, because Shane just sees how how ridiculous Tess is being And my only thought is uh,
3: friggin' bitch. (laughs) Tess. Uh, Yeah, that was my thought throughout this whole entire thing with Tess.
0: Anyhow, (laughs) but this leads to my favorite thing that came out of this movie ever mm-hmm. and that is whatever major see loser? I showed
3: that to mom and as soon as I did, I showed that to mom mom's like that's not in the movie and I was like yeah it is I just saw it she, that's not in the movie she's like I'm gonna watch it and prove that's not in the movie you should have been like mm-mm, mm-mm, I did I did <laughs> 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 once she said that she was gonna go watch the movie yeah see that and then that's where I showed Sid and then-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: whatever major loser
2: what at, wait what, Guys,
1: that is like so last year. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh!
0: You know, I would, I would say yes. that. I,
2: say. I would be like a stick in the door and I would be like, what do we have? What do
0: we do? I'm very sorry for <laughs> anyone who's listening
3: to this with headphones on. That was very loud. <laughs> that hurt my ears. I would say it
2: it would be I will scream so last ear. year. Uh-huh. You don't want me to do that. I've never
3: seen anybody do it, so I can't cooperate with
2: that
0: you know see I do like how this is like a moment where Mitchie has a backbone and stands up for other people and I really like that my question is why she doesn't continue doing that
3: yeah there's this, that All one that. point and then she's back to Tess's side right
0: yeah like I'm actually surprised <sighs> that Tess wants to be Mitchie's friend after Mitchie did that to her but I guess that well. that goes to Tess's self-absorbedness that hmm. she's like I'm I'm too good This doesn't matter. I won't be affected. But there was some conversation between Caitlyn and Mitchie Mm
4: -hmm.
0: where I think it was whenever they're they're blowing up the balloons and (gasps) Caitlyn's describing Uh that she was friends with Tess Mm -hmm. and then realized just how bad of a person Tess was and everything and decided to be her friend anymore. And even after that conversation, Mitchie's like, I I still want to hang out with her. She's not that bad. She's not Mm. that bad. But after that scene, my one of my other next favorites is the Nick and Kevin scene that follows oh, that. Yeah. Where, I don't know if it's them who call who call Shane or if it's Shane who calls I don't the other know. two, I don't... but I do love whenever they're talking to him and everything, and and Kevin's character is like, you going to make fi- me a birdhouse? You finished my birdhouse? And Nick's like, shut up. And Kevin's like, y- you want a birdhouse? He can make you a birdhouse, too. It's not my fault you didn't ask for something. <laughs> And then they bring up like the golden rule, and they're like, that's not the golden rule. Okay, the silver rule.
1: Uh, it's not the, uh, the silver rule. The copper rule. The copper rule. What? what? Why the copper
0: rule? Okay, give me a hint as to which one. No, he says
1: that because I had to turn on the subtitles. He says, at least give me 10. Oh. Like 10 the material? Instead oh. Of copper. That yeah.
3: makes so much more sense. Yeah. i are going like, for what? steel the steel rule. Steel.
1: It was, it was good banter.
0: That, that does make a lot more sense but I, anyhow i do like that that little scene and everything and uh shane's like guys come on and like oh sorry <laughs> and then they you know continue their own banter or whatever but uh shane's like hey i know we're gonna do this contest whoever wins the final jam i have to I have to sing with them but whoever wins that's final. like it that's that's it but the next thing that occurs because of it is shane i always want to call him joe uh shane i mean
3: that is his i know name, so. he
0: needs to find out who this girl is this mysterious girl and so he comes up with a plan that he goes up to the drummer and has him kind of floated around that he's looking for the girl with the well, voice did he
3: hands some flyers doesn't he no.
0: i don't think so no he no, no.
3: just
1: does a little thing oh. in the ear and yeah. then okay. we watched a million people do that what i was confused about is guys were telling guys mm-hmm I feel like if I was a guy and <laughs> Shane Grey was looking, looking for, for a it. girl with a voice, I'd be like, okay. I right. mean, go tell I'll, your girlfriends. Like, I don't care. And, you then, know?
2: I, and then, no. I, if I was a dude, I would be like, okay, I'm going to go tell some girls.
1: Right. Or at least you could tell I girls mean, instead of guys. I, I think will think
3: say them- this that there was a performer on um, Americans Got Talent or whatever. Uh-huh. And it was a guy, and he could actually perform the female. Version and the male version of a song. Well, so
0: I think in the defense of the guys telling the guys, I think it had to do with helping get the world read out. Because mm-hmm. imagine this one guy having to tell all these girls, and if you just tell one, they're not gonna go tell the other girls because they want to make sure they're the only one who can oh, sing you're to right. Shane. So
3: the guys have to they, Hey guys, Shane is looking for a girl, just yelling across the courtyard, oh, and there's a whole bunch of girls around. Hey.
0: Well it's more of it's more of you tell like a few of your guy friends and then they can help you. Kind of distribute the news to all the girls. That way you don't have to do it I think it would
3: just be easier if you gather everybody. Hey, Shane's looking for a girl who can sing.
0: But it is isn't that.
2: other girls tell other girls. No, I... no, no. No? I think I watched a girl run up to a girl and be like. Yeah, they do that
0: too. Yeah, there are some girls telling other girls. But it's this whole like Shane looking for the mystery girl. That reminded me a little bit of a high school musical kind of song vibe like It had that same kind of vibe of a song that you'd hear in like high school musical or high school musical too. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy the montage of all the girls that were singing to him, yeah. those were hilarious. I especially love it how Lola's like the first one you see, and she's like walking by his cabin, just like singing it, just like nonchalantly. And then my second favorite is the next girl after that. I don't even know what country it was from, but
3: she had that yeah. accent, and I was like, Yes, I, I love my it. My favorite was when he was coming out of the water and the three girls and yeah. I um nope and jumps right back in the water they were good though they were
1: Ella sent him an email of herself saying <laughs> I was like what <laughs> now that's just the rest of these girls are just walking by pretending like they're singing she's like here's my butt
0: <laughs> I think she mainly had to do that because if she did it like in front of him then she'd also be around Tess and Tess would get really jealous she's so smart. she had to do it in secret <laughs>
3: And then, and then you see all the girls lined up in this cabin and then, what is it, what's the friend's name? Oh,
0: Caitlin, where yeah. she's asking Mitchie if she's going to do it and she's like, no, he's never even heard me sing. Oh, that. <laughs> but Another now, lie. <laughs> but now here's. What I mean. I have to say day. this line was. Accidental. Yes, an accidental lie because she didn't realize that he had heard her. But this is also coming up next where, in my opinion, the timeline gets a little like confusing to me. Mm hmm. Because the next time we see Mitchie, she goes out with Shane on the a canoe, boat. a boat, yeah. the canoe thing.
3: Well, and, I don't think, well, maybe it's a canoe.
0: But they're in the water and everything, and they're t- just talking to each other, and Shane's kind of confessing that he's happy that he can just talk to somebody who can understand how he is, and not having to pretend with anyone, not and, realizing that and then Tess kid, is in the Michi background.
2: And then mean girls see, and then now she's like, okay. Enemy, but my, you're, my friend, you know? you're my enemy. <laughs> you're my
3: enemy. You're my friend. enemy. I'm like, you're but uh, <laughs> my, my enemy.
2: I would be like, I, if I was in the canoe, I would see. It, I would be. I would be looking around. Well, you you, you would be there, looking be
3: like, because you're looking at Shane.
4: Very
0: true. Yeah. Yeah. But like, here's here's where my timeline problem kind of comes into play. And like, I get it. These are probably two very different moments in the same day. At like. Long separated times, but it's just the fact that we have the one scene where Tess sees Mitchie with Shane, and then the very next scene we see Tess just walking down a pathway, and boom, there's Mitchie coming out of the kitchen with Caitlyn talking to the Yeah, mom. that was
3: definitely, um, um
0: yeah, I, like I said, I, I understand
3: the boat was probably mid lunch time, and, and then the, the next scene was probably closer to definitely night, definitely closer to night because of the next scene uh, after. The confession. The next scene we see is Brown saying, "Oh, what happened last night?" you know, you know? what?
0: That's very true. It, it just it's not dark enough to be like almost evening because yeah. it still like mm-hmm. seems like it's midday. Mm-hmm. But uh, that the all right. The next scene is where the Jonas Brothers come out singing "Music in My Soul," I think, or "I um, Just Want to Play My Music."
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that song. That's
0: another one where I think it was a commercial music video well, thing I, that you yeah. see all the time. I mean, yeah, and it is I a very catchy still song.
1: Still listen to that song,
0: like in the car. I love that song. I think that one and the Year Three Thousand are probably my mm-hmm. like two. Oh, and what's what's the one about the fire? Burnin'. Oh, burning up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that those are the three that I think. Once again, I've never considered myself a a Jonas Brothers fan. Whatever they whatever that fan base calls themselves like joe bros or whatever but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh those three even more recently i found myself to be a fan of those three songs in particular but upon the jonas brothers connect three their band name finishing their song is where uh lies become revealed where tess now being the exact opposite of a caitlin is like hey mitchy tell us about your mom again
3: Oh. What did she do?
0: She's the president of Hot Tunes China, right? And now, then, let,
3: let me ask you this, did Mitchie actually see uh Shane behind her before this or what?
0: I don't think she would have. Although it is very weird how after the whole conversation immediately. She turns she around. Turns, she, like, oh immediately. Shane, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think she ever saw, at least to my knowledge, I believe she probably saw her mom behind Tess, though. She must have. And eyes I felt, back. I felt heartbroken for the mom.
1: Me too. Do you know how much it would suck to have your kid be ashamed of you? Yes. Oh,
2: it's so sad. Now, I- if my kid was ashamed of me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Watch, you are gonna learn that I am a queen, and you <laughs> will learn that my job is precious." It. Can save the world. Save the world.
0: What I will say is that with this scene happening, I actually thought that what it kind of led to between like Mitchie and her mom happened a bit more dramatically, if that makes sense. But it also comes in tandem with something else happening, which I'll get to in just a second. But like you mentioned, the next time, the next scene that we see, it's Shane kind of playing his guitar and whatnot. And Brown comes out with Tess in the background, just kind of, like, looking because off. Because she was about to She's go and sing yeah. with Shane. Exactly. But it's in that moment where Brown says that all that stuff that just happened happened last night. hmm Okay, keep that in mind. That happened last night. And is... Is Mitchie still staying with Tess and Peggy and Ella? Even after all this stuff happened? Because once, during that meeting, Shane kind of reveals the song that she wants to that he wants to hear or sing with mm. Mitchie even though he doesn't know it's Mitchie.
3: Tess goes right to their bunk and finds her secret song. Yes,
0: because Tess has heard her sing that song and so she's like, "Oh, you're not going to the final jam now, Mitchie."
1: Maybe Why? maybe she stayed in her bunk instead of moving back in with her mom right then because her mom was so mad at her.
3: Oh, but that's a good point. Also, it's brought up late, uh, a little bit later on that she moved in with Caitlin. Wait, really? Is that brought up? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, when uh, they're going find the chain, the the thing, and uh-huh. like when I, they're not. It's not. In oh, my you're bunk. talking about your bunk. He's like, I'm going to check your bunk or whatnot.
0: Oh, I get, I guess I didn't really catch that as them being in that moment.
3: Oh, huh. interesting.
0: I mean, I guess it would make sense possibly that Mitchy would have stayed with Caitlin that night because she was probably you know heartbroken over all the stuff happening to her at this exact moment. But uh, it's just it's just weird that her stuff is still in Tess and them's cabin.
3: I wouldn't want to go back to my stuff in that moment either.
0: I guess that's a good point. But, okay, now here's where I thought things happened differently. Tess finds Mitchie's songbook. What I thought happened... I thought she
3: took her song yes, and sang her song. Yes, I thought she
0: would take the song and sing it. And then I thought she would have this emotional breakdown with her mom, where her mom would confront her about, you know, not liking her enough. And then... Michi would break down and be like look i was cheated out of things i just wanted to be popular i saw this like it would come out to this big tear-jerking moment and we didn't really get that we did get a little bit of the mom and mitchy talking to each other on the dock which was fine i just kind of i wanted more from the actors themselves a little bit in my opinion but
1: i don't know mitchy almost made me cry whenever like at the big reveal and then like it was so sweet whenever uh caitlin was like oh no you don't like she hasn't let her cry in front of everyone Mm -hmm. and then the moment between her and her mom talking like that's heartfelt like she's learning to be proud of who she is
0: i mean that's that's true
1: you don't always have to cry man
0: that's all i want to do just
1: have a good message okay i'm good
0: okay but I, I
1: told you i'm not gonna let you say anything bad about this movie that's true
0: <laughs> i should have been prepared for all these criticisms of my criticisms <laughs> the next scene we have is i guess uh mitchy goes back to the another like hip-hop dance lesson class or whatever mm-hmm. because shane comes back in and he's like all right guys you all ready for the final jam coming up and well i have some
3: obvious bu- uh, he's he's talking exactly you should be anybody but yourself. You shouldn't lie, you should be yourself. Song's all about yourself. I'm like, "Oh, that's cold, dude. Yeah,
0: he's like, I have some advice for you. Clearly talking about everybody, but looking straight yeah. at straight at Mitchie. <laughs> I have some advice for you. Be yourself. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cold. <laughs> and you know everybody knows that he's talking about her in particular. Right. Maybe everybody
2: knows. No, everybody yeah. knows. No, maybe. <laughs> but uh <laughs>
0: we do it we do get another capture scene where essentially everyone has kind of forgiven mitchy a little bit because she well, goes to sit down yeah the main cast yeah uh because she goes to sit down with caitlin and the other three that are with them
3: and Caitlyn wants that chocolate cake yes then.
0: yes which is where i was going to bring up the whole bulimic thing but thank you Haley, for already bringing it up <laughs> and then tess has a little like laughing moment she's like Tell your mom the chicken was dry and to do better next time. And I was like, "Girl, you better back up. This you is know, where this is where where Sid would throw the shoe at her for sure. Yep, yeah, yep.
2: Yeah, 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 I would be like, okay. This is where I would, right. my, I would be wearing Fine, high heels that day. no more food
3: for you. You gonna for the rest of the day? I would
2: be wearing high heels that day. I would food. grab my high heels. I would grab the points and then be like, "Come on, eat." <laughs>
0: Like... But another moment of finally, Mitchie like backbone standing up to oh, test really and everything. This time.
3: She was...
0: I was like, oh, "Get yeah. her, Mitchy!" Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: And then, and then after I would throw my shoes at her. Yeah. yeah. After the the she she told it she talked to her. And I would throw the shoes like I would be like, "Okay, okay, she so can stand up for herself now." But I'm still gonna help, and I'm gonna be throwing my high heels at Mrs. Blondes a lot
1: do not ever go to the middle east <laughs> throwing shoes there is very 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 bad
2: just so that you know goes Heads up. Go, goes to that place i might bad have just tro- saved tro- your life
0: <laughs> but uh i think this is the next moment this is the moment where like the montage of things happen where yeah, everyone's preparing for the final. From, yeah
4: yeah
0: and that all comes to the point the where Mitchie day. and Caitlyn, on the last day, right before the final jam is supposed to happen, or maybe it's the day of the final jam, I'm so confused on it's that. It's either the day
3: before or the day after.
0: Caitlyn and Mitchie are making, you know, food with oh, the mom and then... And then
2: the, the blonde-haired girl comes Tess. in. Tess comes in and she's like, They stole my bracelet! And then Mr. Brown looks around and he finds the bracelet and he's like, You, you cannot do any activities into the end, end. of a final jam okay yes. my end of is studying like power is going through my eyes. Oh,
0: and this is a moment shit. where clearly brown doesn't 100% believe that Mitchie and, and, and Caitlin yeah. stole it but because they don't have proof they don't they didn't steal it he uh, can't do nothing
4: but i think no that's choice. i think that's where and he
3: comes up with the so the thing end of end of, of final game. jam and yeah. yes he, he really Puts emphasis on it. until the end of final jam. Like now, how many times
2: did he, he and, actually and say he, it twice? He, he
3: says
2: like because the on end the doc, of final jam.
3: Okay, like <laughs> when Caitlin and Mitchie was talking on the dock, mm-hmm. he was like, she was like, oh, he kept on saying the end of final jam like it was more than just twice. No, it because really, he. I think it was just because he kept on
0: emphasizing it the, those two times because yeah. they had the second time where he goes until the end a final jam. Like, literally, all he would have needed is, like, a wink.
3: He'd be like, and
0: just,
3: in the final jam keep away from Tess.
0: But everyone's, you know, getting ready for the final jam, and then, as you mentioned, they're on the dock, and that's where they... And this is, in my opinion, a bit of, like, the whole cringy... I don't understand
3: why she kept on walking
0: This scene right here is, like, a cringy moment of, okay, this is bad. Of First of all, Michi doesn't stand stand still the entire time. She's back and forth. Every time she has to say a line, she's, like, on one side or the other of Caitlyn. And then the other thing of, yeah, it's so weird. I've never seen him be that harsh. He would, he all he would say is until
3: the, the end of Final Jam. And she's <laughs> like,
0: I know, oh I my was there.
3: Light bulb went off, and she's like, ah. Oh.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a cringy scene for me, but got past that. And now my question is, were there really only going to be two acts the entire time for no, Final no, Jam? There were more. They just didn't want to show those others. Yeah. Well, they. The others I'm a little disappointed.
3: They were not important at all. <laughs> just yeah. those main two.
1: Especially, like, they posted the list, remember? it and, was, like, six
3: or oh, yeah. seven of them okay. on the list.
0: Yeah, I do remember the list now. I it's it's just so man. weird that they only, like, did those two. Like, give us some, give us some
3: variety. Show us a lot. So I wish they would have maybe, like, cut it a little bit better. Like, it would be more like a skip instead of it was, like, basically flush, yeah. like, mm-hmm.
0: this scene, this, this is... And then, because Tess is being... Her usual bitchiness right before the whole final jam was beginning both Peggy and Ella dip on her and like look you can do this by yourself bye no, 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 and no, no, Ella no, no, ends up joining no. Ella ends up joining another little crew like real fast so yeah. I,
3: I'm wondering
2: like she, she no, planned no, no,
0: this she had um, been she had been practicing with them
3: yeah
2: she planned it in case her head if, if I was that girl if I was friends with her I would be like okay okay Right when she gets me angry and my head's stunning and I have no music,
4: uh-huh.
2: I would be like, Give me my shoe. So I would be like, Somebody another, another give me a shoe. Another shoe throw? And then I would be like, Somebody yeah, give me a shoe. And so, so, many, oh, so everyone moment- throws me a shoe and then I throw shoes
3: at her. After the execution, you, you wouldn't be able to step foot in camp. Right. So,
0: like I said, up joining the Hasta la Vista crew apparently. And it's just insane to me that she already knows the song and dance of this already. Yeah. I do want to mention, though, that pretty much any mood that you have at any point, it can be summed up with a Camp rock song. Mm. So, for example, if you're feeling cocky, I'm too cool for you. Oh. If you're about to say goodbye to somebody, I still have Vista. vista.
3: Um, if you have but feelings that, for somebody, that, the voice
0: that, inside my head.
3: This, literally, that that still have Vista was more upbeat by it's hasta still a
2: bye yeah but what if you want a sad bye
3: you can't hasta sing a hostel that's an upbeat song i think camp rock 2 might have like a sad bad mm-hmm. bye oh, song they do they do they have
1: a great sad <laughs> duet
2: oh no. I, I think we're gonna
0: cry whenever we watch camp rock 2 don't you remember I'll. that
2: oh the one uh, i don't the have last feelings moment i do cry vote the last moment vote
0: the last moment vote. When the, ma- last when the,
2: when, like, the short girl ran up to Mr. Oh, Brown and gave the him oh, the thing. Oh, oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. And
0: we'll get to that in just a second. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, And then we've obviously seen that, like I said earlier in the podcast, Tess has some problems with My her mom. Problems,
3: yep.
0: I feel like it was a missed opportunity with this movie that we saw all these problems with the mom where Tess essentially didn't feel like she was good enough for the mom. And then the mom shows up for the final performance, but we don't ever get any resolution between Tess and the mom mm-hmm. because whenever Tess is doing her final performance, the, the mom, mom picks up the, the phone off. and like she's talking, and it causes and it causes she, it Tess causes to like
2: tests to like fall, and then she runs off stage. Yeah, and she goes she goes sit down in a corner. And, and
0: it's that moment of her almost om- of her almost falling off the stage that it's actually a very chilling moment and very like sad because it's clear that Tess once again doesn't feel like she's good enough for her mom that she doesn't have her mom's entire attention so it would have just been like a good opportunity for the movie to just capitalize on that and have some resolution where the mom and Tess have a a one on one breakdown heart to heart kind of thing
2: Yeah,
1: I did appreciate like whenever she apologizes though like
0: oh Tess it, right? de- yeah. Yeah, it
1: definitely seems like she's gonna have friends next summer even though she doesn't deserve it from the way she treated them, mm-hmm. um, I think she found resolution and like I don't have to treat people. As like long
3: this. as she's not a sharpay, as she they wrap it up and everybody's nice, and then the next summer, I was she's actually a bully again. I was actually
0: about to bring that up. So after all that, we have Peggy who comes out doing her thing, which I think was beautifully done. Mm-hmm. That was a, a perfect, a, a perfect thing that they did for that character. And then after she, Peggy does her little solo song. She goes off stage, and you know Ella's there to congratulate her and whatnot, and then Tess, as you mentioned, apologizes, and I feel like they did do a Sharpay thing. Mind you, it's been a little bit of time since I've seen Camp Rock 2, but I know Tess ends on good terms with pretty much everybody apologizing. But doesn't she come back as kind of villainish in the second one? Like, isn't she with the the, I don't remember. the oh she betrays camp?
1: them, yeah.
0: Oh, but she
1: betrayed them because she wanted to be successful. I think I don't think it was like I'm too cool for you. you oh, know?
0: so she she was over like the, the self absorbedness by this point.
1: I think so.
0: Once again, it's been a little bit of of time since I've seen Camp Rock too. Yeah, so I don't 100% remember years. But I just remember that that being the case. But then finally. The final jam comes to an end uh, and Shane and his, his group go to do their votes and then there's a, there's a noise and Brown goes to check it out and Mitchie is like, Hey, it's the end of final jam. So can we go on? He's like, I was was hoping hoping you you did it. Okay. Now with this part, honestly, every time Demi starts to sing, this is me, especially that beginning part up to that first uh, shine on me. I get chills. I know.
1: I love this song.
0: <laughs> it's such a good song. Now, going to be a little bit of critical, not with the song, but with Shane. He says, that's the song to which What's the, the to which the, the brother <gasps> says, so that's so the so girl. Cool.
3: And then Nick's like, Nick's character's like, oh, duh. duh.
0: It live, was live. the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Nick said, so that's the girl. Oh, and then, yeah, right. Kevin, because
3: Kevin, Kevin got a Kevin, moment to yeah. be
1: smart
0: for yeah. a second. Well, obviously. But yeah. here's my thing. So, if any other girl had sang that specific song, he'd have been like, like that's, "That's the, the song. song," and then that's the girl. I don't know. I, as lo- I think, as long no. as the voices were the no. same, no. similar. No. no. He would be like, yeah, that's the girl. Because this is where I thought that Tess would have sang the song, right. and then we could have been like, but that's not the girl. Yeah, You don't sound the same. Right.
1: I think Tess abandoned that whole, maybe she was planning on doing that, but she abandoned it after she like ruined her reputation, so she's like, I don't have to do that. And she was probably like, that song sucked anyway, so I'm um, going to sing this other one. That
0: is a good point, because even though she said that it was good, she really clearly right. didn't like it. That just makes sense, actually. It's
1: definitely not her style.
0: True yeah uh,
4: she's
0: self-absorbed <laughs> so yeah that song yeah do you know
1: how out. weird it would be to hear tess sing i've always been the kind of
0: girl that hit my face <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> <laughs> okay sure whatever you say tess we believe you uh, and then after that clearly there's sparks between shane and, and Mitchie. uh tess apologized to Mitchie as well and everything and, and her parents Maggie are all proud of her we learned that peggy won which is Obviously, the Not like surprising. even whenever even whenever Peggy was doing her song, I was like, "Oh, she she, she won. won, yeah, she clearly won." That's...
1: Okay, but wait, on this duet, can I just say that like Demi or Mitchie and Shane have such good chemistry, like for being how young they were, like
0: that is very they true. Were really good together. That is very oh. true, and this might go to maybe this is about the point where they started dating, Kyle. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. I do remember when all the news is coming about about these different disney channel stars dating each other but it's been so long that i don't remember exactly when it all happened (laughs) but uh after this whole duet and everything that happens
3: there's a big old camp rock song yep uh
0: in a la uh high school musical of we're all in this together uh where it's we rock we rock we rock on that is very i do like that one as well and i think that was again another one that was a Movie commercial music video.
3: Well, that one would have had to been because of the Camp Rock and then the Rock On.
0: Right. Uh, and it, it does kind of end up like a perfect them all pointing at the Camp Rock song and then fade to black after we goodish have Shane and Mitchie. Oh, love looking kids.
3: at each other. Isn't everybody else looking at the Camp Rock sign? Yeah. Hmm.
0: But it's, it's good. It's cute. It's very cute. Leave it alone, Kyle. <laughs> yeah,
2: Kyle. Sit down.
0: I have a problem with. So, overall thoughts. Do we think this is a nostalgic movie? Siddeley, would you like to go first? No. No?
2: I want to go last. Okay. Oh.
0: <laughs> so, Haley, nostalgic at all?
2: You know, I
1: went into this thinking this movie was perfect, but after this discussion, I'm thinking there wasn't. There wasn't enough shoe throwing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and electrocution. Right. So now it just feels incomplete. No, I'm kidding. I love this movie. I'm probably going to go listen to the soundtrack in my car after this. Oh, just... wow. This is my childhood movie. So I was like nine, I think, whenever this came out. Oh, and wow. like, I love this movie.
0: Well, then it makes sense why you love it so much. I mean, I'm probably the same way of like the older d where I was like nine mm-hmm. watching them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely a nostalgic film for yes. you. Then. Okay. Sid, do you want to go now?
2: No, I go last. Oh, you're going last. Okay, Kyle.
0: So your your thoughts, is this a nostalgic movie at all?
3: Uh, yeah, I'd say yeah, it's a nostalgic movie. Uh, like I said, there are cringe moments. Uh but I think the best part for me was definitely uh the major loser thing. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Whatever major loser. loser.
0: Yeah. That's also my favorite part. Uh I agree. This is a nostalgic movie, but I think it's less nostalgic of the movie overall for me and more of the songs that I remember being commercials slash music mm. videos on Disney Channel. No, I
3: have to say, it is way better than High School Musical, in my opinion.
0: I can agree with that. Which, And it's weird because I think the only two songs that really like stand out to me mm-hmm. from this movie are the This Is Me song. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a straight banger. Like, mm-hmm. classic. And then probably, like, the, the Camp Rock song. Because, I mean, obviously.
3: I mean, I have to say, I think the reason why it's better is because it makes more sense in the long run. We mm-hmm. had to get other people's opinions before we understood High School Musical. That's true. Especially, like, the timing. That's true. I think I just... I think it's... The songs
0: of Camp Rock are better. And it's just weird that High School Musical was the... Thing that became more popular and more well known to where I got three movies one of which was in theaters and this one only got two
1: I think if Camp Rock would have come out before High School Musical would have the popularity opposite. would have been yeah because like once you get your fame you already have three ginormous music movies like mm-hmm. the market's kind of saturated at that point
0: I'm, I just feel like the fact that this had the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato it would have been more, this should have yeah. been the one well, that
1: Demi Lovato wasn't Demi Lovato before this that's
0: true and people are idiots for not seeing her potential way back then Right. Like, it's a shame that they didn't see what greatness she was, honestly.
3: But the Jonas Brothers were the Jonas Brothers before this movie.
0: Yeah, so it should have gotten... Well, I guess that might be the one thing that probably hindered it. All the um. girls were probably like, Oh my God, Jonas Brothers! And all the guys were like, Bruh, Jonas Brothers? Brothers mm. I'm not into that. I don't like boy bands. I mean, that, that's kind of But at least everybody was.
3: in this movie knew how to sing from the first movie.
0: That's actually very true. Yes. Because as we learned whenever we listen to High School Musical, Troy, Troy Bolton... wasn't singing in the first. Yeah. Yeah. He had to do all his... He had to have all his stuff, like, sung over him. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, Sid, your turn. What did you think of the movie? You're going last now. Uh... Is it nostalgic? Do you think...
3: Let's answer that question. Would you, you... watch it again? Yes. Would in you the watch future? It?
2: 200 million
3: times. Ooh. 200 million times!
2: <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but if <laughs> the, someone threw their high heel, I would be happy.
0: <laughs> so, as Hayden... Or
2: electric something. Uh,
0: that's what we were missing: She ah, throwing my All right, guys. So that was all of our thoughts on this movie. Let us know what you think. Do you think this is a better musical movie than High School Musical? As me and Kyle and Haley, possibly Sid, all think. <laughs> You can follow me on all social media at
3: tether92kyle. You can follow me on no social media. Say, say, talk to you next week. Haley.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Haley underscore anselm, although I would not recommend it.
0: <laughs> uh, Sid, do you want to say goodbye? Because I know you do not have any social media. Bye bye. There you go. <laughs> and you can follow our podcast social media on Facebook and Instagram at Nostalgia Comes today. I'm also thinking of potentially starting a TikTok social media for the Nostalgia decoms today. I had TikTok. M- mainly because Kaylin... I kind of got TikTok because they were going to ban it. I was like, well, I want to get on... I want to get it in case maybe I want to sell a phone for like a million dollars. That has TikTok on it? Yeah, that has TikTok on it. Uh, and then Kaylin's like, you should do one for Nostalgia d I was like, that's a great idea, but what do I do? Because I know nothing. And then she gave me a whole list of ideas, which I will share with you after this yes, podcast. And I you have can...
1: some ideas already.
0: Oh! <laughs> okay, so possibly be on the lookout for nostalgia comes today TikTok but next week we're talking about can of worms which I can't wait to talk about because I've been waiting for this moment ever since last October so yes next week we will be talking about can of worms and until next time we will talk to you later bye bye